It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to Monday.com. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. This morning, the race that stops the nation. Crowds back at the track for Melbourne Cup Day. Iconic journey, the QF1 leaves Darwin bound for London for the first time in almost two years. Diplomatic crisis escalates. The Prime Minister hits back at the French President's slur. And world leaders unite. Prince Charles and David Attenborough lead urgent calls to avoid a climate catastrophe. This is Seven News. Jody Spears. Good morning. Thousands of horse racing fans will flock to Flemington today, ready to watch the Melbourne Cup trackside. 10,000 fully vaccinated punters will be allowed to attend, the smallest crowd in its 161-year history. Zoning requirements and a very detailed COVID-safe plan will be in place. But for many, it's a time to celebrate the city's first post-lockdown party, the race that stops the nation hosting the biggest crowd in Melbourne since August. Scott Morrison has hit back at French President Emmanuel Macron, saying he won't cop sledging of Australia. The French leader has publicly accused Mr Morrison of lying to him over the scrapped submarine deal. The statements that were made uh, questioning Australia's integrity um, and the slurs that have been placed on Australia, not me, I've got broad shoulders, I can deal with that, but those slurs, I'm not going to cop sledging of Australia. Meantime, Scott Morrison has been accused of leaking private texts between himself and the French president, undermining Mr Macron's account. World leaders have come together for the opening ceremony of the UN Climate Conference in Glasgow. Over the next two weeks, delegates will work towards an agreement of new measures to save the planet and avoid a climate catastrophe. Surely, working together, we are powerful enough to save it. It's hoped leaders will commit to keeping the average global temperature rise to 1.5 degrees. For the first time in almost two years, the iconic Qantas flight to London has left Australia. The Dreamliner took off from Darwin Airport overnight after completing its first leg from Sydney. The route temporarily replaces flights from Perth to London, with the WA government unlikely to open its international border until next year. The buzz coming through the terminal was palpable. Yeah. It's hard not to get caught up in it and very hard not to smile today. The service will fly five times a week. A two-way travel bubble between Singapore and Australia will open in three weeks' time. Let's go live now to political reporter Taylor Aiken in Canberra. Good morning, Taylor. What can you tell us about this agreement? 
Good morning, Jody. Well, it will operate as a bubble-style travel arrangement as part of the federal government's plan to reopen Australia to the rest of the world. The quarantine-free arrangement will start on the 21st of November for New South Wales and Victoria. They are the states that have already reopened their international borders. Fully vaccinated Singaporeans will also be able to travel to Australia without having to quarantine after presenting a negative test and providing they depart from Singapore directly. A move that is carefully considered in a first step in reopening Australia's tourism industry 20 months after Australia's international borders were slam closed. The government is now also looking at opening other travel bubble arrangements with other countries, particularly those in the Pacific region. Jody, Very exciting. Thanks, Taylor. 4,000 unvaccinated health staff in Queensland have been told not to come into work after missing the state's cut-off for their first vaccine dose. They've been issued show-cause notices and suspended but on full pay. But authorities are confident the healthcare system will cope, while an alleged border breacher who tested positive for the virus and is now in ICU has been fined more than $4,000. New South Wales is battling a statewide shortage of maths teachers. It's been revealed one in five classes in some rural areas are being taught by teachers without any maths training. English is also being taught by non-specialist teachers in rural areas 20% of the time. Some experts say it's contributing to the gap between city and country schools when it comes to results. WA police are sifting through rubbish collected from roadside bins to uncover any clue in the search for missing four-year-old Cleo Smith. Detectives say the key to unlocking the mystery could lie in a scrap of discarded litter or a sequence of security vision. Every day that goes past uh, is most difficult for Cleo's uh, parents and loved ones. Um, Obviously, we share their concern. We'll continue to walk, walk with them. Vanished on October 16 while on a family camping trip. Angel Flight Australia will hit a major milestone today. The service has flown 20 million kilometres around the country, helping people attend vital medical appointments. Two-year-old cancer patient Lily Osborne from Harvey Bay in Queensland will be flown to Melbourne for treatment today. Lily has to attend appointments in Melbourne once a month, but due to the pandemic, it's been impossible for her and her family to fly without isolating each time. The gruelling 10-day corruption hearing where details of Gladys Berejiklian's love life were played out in public has now come to an end. The former New South Wales Premier is adamant she didn't know her ex-lover was corrupt, determined to now move on with her life. For her second and final appearance, Gladys Berejiklian was ready to fight back. You're putting words in my mouth. On Friday, the former Premier was questioned about her seven-year personal relationship with disgraced MP Daryl Maguire. Was it affected by your personal feelings for Mr Maguire? No. Gosh. Yesterday, grilled for hours on why she didn't suspect he was dodgy. You must accept, mustn't you, that Mr Maguire told you that he had made representations on behalf of one or more property developers. Certainly my radar didn't go up at all. He's someone I'd known for a long time and I trusted him. 
Just four days after Maguire found out he was the subject of an ICAC investigation in July 2018, he sent her a link to an encrypted Chinese messaging app, WeChat, followed by the instruction, download the app. She replied, OK, I'll try it. What about WhatsApp? That's easy too. He responded, you need to get a private phone. But the Premier insists it was just for privacy. I can't speculate as to what was going through his head. I'm just asking whether you ever put two and two together. No. Then, after 10 days and four hours, the hearing came to an end, leaving the former Premier with the last word. The last month has been an extremely difficult one and now I intend to um, get on uh, with my life. And I just again want to thank everybody for their support. All that's left is submissions to be made and a report written, a process which could take months. Kaziah Dawn, 7 News. Patty Newton has shot down reports her son Matthew will not attend his father's state funeral due to a rift between the pair before Bert's death. It's understood the 44-year-old actor and director based in New York logistically won't be able to return to Australia due to restrictions. Patty has also revealed his death was caused by a combination of painkillers and anaesthetic from his eight surgeries this year. The bushfire season battle in New South Wales has been given a major boost with three new firefighting helicopters provided to regional centres across the state. Those aircraft are no good in Sydney. These aircraft need to be in local regional New South Wales where they're closest to helping people. An RFS Aviation Centre of Excellence will also be built in Dubbo, costing close to $6 million. For years, it's remained a medical mystery. Doctors unable to treat the potentially fatal artery disease, FMD, which affects around 1 in 20 women. But now there's hope on the horizon, Aussie researchers finding the life-saving key identifying the genes that cause it. A mystery illness which has baffled doctors for decades had Chris Shaw constantly fearing for her life. I had um, well over 10 years of severe headaches, vomiting, nausea. I could hear my pulse in my head. I could feel it in my fingertips and my toes. Eventually, she lost a kidney. My doctor had said the next thing will be a catastrophic event in hospital and that's when we'll know what's wrong. So at times it was terrifying. All caused by this, a potentially fatal blood vessel disease called fibromuscular dysplasia or FMD. We now know 5% of people have it, mostly women. It makes the arteries tear, twist, swell and shrink, leading to strokes and organ damage. But researchers at Sydney's Victor Chang Institute have finally cracked its code. This was a, a real medical enigma, difficult disease to diagnose. You'd get this diagnosis and then the physicians would say, well, we really know nothing about it. They've identified the five key genes that drive FMD. Critically, until now, there have been no specific treatments for this potentially deadly disease. But now that researchers know the cause, they can turn their attention to new drug therapies. It's paved the way to helping these patients in the future. Doctors are working together to try and find treatment for us all. Serena Andaloro, 7 News. 
Checking finance now, the Dow Jones is trading higher. The Nasdaq is also up. In London, the FTSE added and Germany's DAX gained. Closer to home, Japan's Nikkei closed more than 700 points higher. Hong Kong's Hang Seng down. The All Lords ended the session up 53 points. The ASX 200 also in the green. On the commodities market, gold is trading at 1,795 US dollars an ounce. Oil is 84 US dollars a barrel. The Aussie dollar buying 75 US cents, nearly 86 Japanese yen and $1.04 New Zealand. Thousands of New York City workers who refuse to get vaccinated have been told to stay home as the deadline to get the jab expires. Let's go live to US correspondent Tim Lester in New York. Good morning, Tim. There are fears staff shortages will put lives at risk. There are, Jody. In fact, New York City here is a giant early test of whether cities like this one can effectively implement orders to their workers, government workers, that they be vaccinated before turning up to work. 378,000 municip uh, municipal employees in this city and this morning as it begins implementing its vaccine mandate, it's had to concede that 9,000 are already off the payroll. Some critical services likely to be under stress. Police is one of them. Municipal workers, we're seeing rubbish uh, left piling up around the streets and also firefighters. We're not clear what the numbers are. We're not entirely clear uh, how many fire companies will be closed today. We're expecting uh, dozens. We're hoping fire coverage is not uh, impinged upon, but it's very hard to say at this time. What we already do know is that about 2,300 of the 11,000 strong firefighters in this city have taken a sickie today. So fire departments certainly are short-staffed as they uh, look forward to today. Uh, New York authorities, though, saying there is no imminent danger and that more than 90% of municipal workers in this city have agreed and got vaccinated. Jody. OK, Tim Lester in New York City, thank you. The world has passed another grim milestone in the coronavirus pandemic, with the global death toll topping 5 million. The US, the EU, Britain and Brazil have accounted for nearly half of all reported deaths. The US alone has recorded more than 740,000, more than any other nation. Experts say the actual death toll is much higher than the official count because not all deaths are recorded in developing countries. A fierce blaze has engulfed an empty warehouse in the US city of Philadelphia. Fire quickly spread through the three-storey building as emergency crews tried to douse the flames. Thick smoke forced the closure of part of a major highway, freeway. Luckily, no one was injured in the blaze and an investigation is now underway. At least nine firefighters have been killed in Brazil after a cave collapsed on them during a training exercise. Fifteen firefighters were trapped under the rubble with several suffering fractures and hypothermia. Gaining access to the remote site hampered rescue efforts, as did the threat of a further collapse. The Duke and Duchess of Cambridge have got their hands dirty while visiting a scout troop in Glasgow. Kate made sure she was properly dressed for the visit, wearing a scout's woggle and neckerchief in her role as joint president of the Scouts Association. The royal couple cooked veggie burgers and joined in scattering wildflower seed bombs. 
The Queen has been spotted for the first time since being told to take it easy for two weeks. Her Majesty was seen driving herself around the Windsor Castle estate wearing a headscarf and sunglasses. The Queen is complying with her doctor's advice to cancel all official visits, though she is still undertaking light duties from Windsor Castle. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. In sport, Incentivize has the whole world on his saddle at the Melbourne Cup today. He's the biggest favourite since the Great Far Lap in 1930. The Queensland horse has also got a chance to become the first horse in 20 years to win both the Caulfield and the Melbourne Cups. He's got strong competition up and down the barriers. American horse Spanish Mission has been winning consistently overseas, collecting just over $2 million in prize money. Last year's champion Twilight Payment will look to become the sixth horse in history to win back-to-back Melbourne Cups. England wicketkeeper Joss Butler tore Sri Lanka apart in the T20 World Cup this morning, hitting a century in just 67 balls. His second 50 came in just 22 balls, hitting six sixes as England cruised to a 26-run win. It's their fourth straight win of the tournament and they stay unbeaten in their group. Tottenham Hotspurs have sacked manager Nuno Espirito Santo after just four months in the job. The decision comes after their 3-0 loss to Manchester United, their fourth loss in their last six Premier League games. The club sits eighth on the, ladder t- on the league table, as now Spurs are on the hunt for their fourth manager in the past three years. They've been quick to find a replacement. Former Chelsea manager Antonio Conte has already been offered an 18-month deal. Long-term residents have just moved into Melbourne Zoo. The six giant tortoises came from a nature park in Mauritius. They're expected to live at the Parkville Zoo for around 100 years. The giant tortoises are still small, around a third of the size of an adult female. Taking a look at the weather around the country now, a high in the Tasman is bringing clear skies to New South Wales, Victoria, South Australia and Tasmania. A trough over inland Queensland, Northern Territory and eastern WA will generate showers and storms. Around the capitals today, partly cloudy in Brisbane, heading for a top of 25 degrees. Mostly sunny, 25 as well in Sydney, partly cloudy and 24 in Canberra. Sunny in Melbourne, a top of 30 degrees for Cup Day. Mostly sunny, 23 in Hobart, a possible shower in Adelaide, a warm top of 33. A possible shower, 20 in Perth and a shower or two in Darwin, heading for 35 degrees. 
And that's 7 Early News for this Tuesday, the 2nd of November.